eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go. Podcast time. It's Thursday, and that's a good thing because we're getting towards the end of the week, which means the weekend's almost here. Oh. Al Dukes, do you have big plans for this weekend, Jerry? Yeah, uh, I do have plans this weekend. Uh, Gina and I will be going to the uh, what's the is Long Beach Island near us? South? LBI. LBI. Yeah, we'll be going to the LBI Film Festival. Well, you go to a lot of festivals. Well, Gina is into uh, making uh, short documentary films now. Yeah. So she w- likes to go see other people's work to see what what she can learn from it. That's cool. And uh, like most things, Jerry, I agreed to this weeks in advance. <laughs> and then already I was starting on with her yesterday. I was like, where is there to park? <laughs> you'll is be there fine. Parking? I'll be all right. Yes, you'll really? be okay. Yeah, you'll be all right. Plus, I hear it's going to rain Saturday, which yes. is great news. Because you won't get the... Complete crush. Of I won't get the down. the the day trippers, the bennies, as the as the Beatles sang about day trippers. Exactly right. People that live there, people that are renting there, different than the day trippers. That is very true. All I do in life now is contemplate how long it's going to take me to get there, and where do I park when I get there, and how long will it take to get home? Right, because everything it ruins everything. It if, ruins everything. Yes. Uh, Gio was talking about that this morning that he went to the Met game. And it took him two hours and 40 minutes to get home. Yeah. Who is, I don't care if the Mets are undefeated. Who's going to these games when, or concerts? Like, I look around, I love a good summer concert, but I'm now picking and choosing which concerts based on not the t- performance no, the of venue. the person, the venue. Yeah, I know. So, for example, Rick Springfield and Pat Benatar. I have tickets to that at the new Hard Rock. A hotel in Atlantic City. Why? Because I'm sure they got a parking deck and I can stay there. Yes, and it's easy. I'll take it. I don't care what it costs. I agree with you. 
That's why I like going to shows at Borgata or maybe right. now the Hard Rock. I'll go to this new ocean resort, which was Revel. Right. You give me a good show, a hotel room, and a valet. Right. I'm thrilled. Thank you. I agree. Totally agree. Hey, listen, I went to that Met game a few weeks ago. I told you the experience going and getting home was horrendous. Yes. And it really ruined, I don't want to say it ruined the night because we we had a good time at the game and all that. But at the same time, it was 2.20 there, and it was an hour 10 to get out of the parking lot. Right. And then an hour ride home. But, like, I was talking with Gio prior to the show today. Like, he said the entire time he was at the game, he was thinking about the ride home. And that's what I do. Like, Yeah, I do, too. I go to a Bruce Springsteen concert at uh, MetLife Stadium, and all I'm thinking about is, oh, my gosh, what's it going to be like to get out of the building to find my car miles away from where you yeah. park from the stadium to get out of the stadium to get on the turnpike like it's a pain in the ass yes there's and it's not it's not impossible we can do it it's just yeah. it's, it's inconvenient is it like this in phoenix scottsdale you think jerry i don't will think will there so. be traffic i mean listen any anytime you got eighty thousand people mm-hmm. gathered tell me it's going to be a pain in the ass getting out when we went to the dodger game last summer yes it was atrocious but we've heard los angeles traffic is more horrendous at 11 than p.m yeah We've Shouldn't heard be. that. San Francisco was no better getting when we left that stadium. When we left that, um, I don't even know what it's called anymore, but where the Giants play. It used to be Pac Bell, whatever it's called AT&T now. AT&T Park. Is that what it is? Yeah. I'm not even sure. But that was brutal getting out of there. Yeah. That's also in the city, I understand. But, geez, it's just awful. Like, do you think when you leave uh, Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, I bet you it's a pleasure getting you out of there. You have to tell me. You've been there. I wasn't there. I was only in the area for the Super Bowl. You know what's easy to get out of? What's that, The Jerry? Rock. No, Newark. see, I don't find that oh, easy. Oh, no, if you know how to mm-hmm. do it, it is. So you're still going to sit in traffic eventually. You don't, in Newark. It, here, again, if you know how to do it, if you go out the one parking lot and you're able to get to the traffic light and make a left and stay away from the highways, you're home in 30 minutes. If you get caught going out the wrong exit, Right. You're screwed. But that's the I'll thing. Give you that. You're now rushing at the end of a game to get out to beat the crowd. That's not a way to enjoy get, a night. Unless you can get the spot that I'm talking about. And you well, get don't out give the it proper exit. I'm not. But I'm saying I've got a little system that I know how to do it. All right. But it's just it's hard. Hey, listen, it's tough anywhere when you have all those people. That's why I think like the garden, if you take New Jersey transit, maybe not terrible, right? I don't want to take the train. You don't? No, I don't. I don't, especially not with drunk people afterwards. It's not. I've had too many bad experiences of people throwing up all over. It's not fun. It's not. Yeah, I got to tell you, when I was uh, working at WNEW for the Ron and Fez show, we were on from uh, 7 to 11. Mm-hmm. And then I would take the New Jersey Transit train home every uh, night. Right. And my train ride was always based on what was going on at the Garden. So if it was a Ranger game... Drunk dudes. Yep. Heavy metal concert, trouble. Rap concerts, trouble. A Barbara Streisand show, pleasurable. <laughs> Sporting events, concerts, unless they were light, light music, like it was light Michael rock. Bolton. Yeah, like a Michael Bolton, but it's like a Slayer or Eminem <laughs> out. Yes. I'd be, be like, a rough oh, no. ride on the train. Yeah, like I'd get to the train. I'd be like, why is there a crowd here? And I try to like, based on the shirts people were wearing, I'd be like, oh no, they're all wearing Eminem t-shirts or they're all in Ranger jerseys. Damn it! How about if you get that job on the train 
and you get your first night where you don't realize there's a big event going on at the garden. You think it's going to be a, just a number, another yes. normal night, a oh, nice easy ride, the 1104 from Penn Station, and all these clowns get on the pl- yeah. on the train. Oh, God. Nope. That's that's a tough job. That is not an easy job. A suicidal tendencies concert, <laughs> yes, with circle jerks opening up. Like I don't, I don't want that, Jerry. Is that I, a band, or did you just make that up? Circle jerks. Yeah, that's a band. There's a band called the Circle Jerks. Yeah. Wow. From when I was in high school, they were like a punk band. I don't know so them. They're early influencers, Jerry. Interesting. So if you're a fan of punk music today, Jerry, they are probably influenced by Circle Jerks. And they're probably the playing band. somewhere in Pennsylvania this weekend. Probably in some sort of uh, a festival show. Probably. All right, Jerry, I have a couple items here for you today. One, I don't know if you've seen this, but IHOP, you're familiar with them. Yes, they're going to be I IHOP or something. IHOP. Now, IHOP stands for the International House of Pancakes. Pancakes. They're changing their name to IHOB with a B at the end instead right. of the P. Uh, they have not revealed what the B stands for. That's bacon. Gonna, that's going to start on uh, Monday. Wouldn't you think bacon? I would think breakfast. International House of Breakfast. Hmm. International House of Bacon in this day and age sounds unhealthy. Yeah, but everybody loves bacon, they say. That's like a big like advertising campaign, isn't it? People do say that. Yeah. You know who doesn't like uh, bacon? Vegans. Well, that's true. Vegetarians. That's, that's a very good point, yeah. People who like pigs. Good point. Circle Jerks are not playing, by the way, right now. But they are a band. I take it back. They, Oh, no, they haven't played since 2011. Here's other speculation. You said bacon. I said breakfast. Beyonce. It's not Beyonce. Who says that? This is some article I'm reading. Butter oh. not, butter not, but. Butter not, butter. You mean butternut? Squash. Butternut balls. <laughs> butternut squash. I think it's uh, breakfast. You're going bacon. We're going to find out Monday. Yeah. I think bacon and breakfast qualifies the same thing. I don't, I'm don't. i not a big fan of these fast food breakfast places like an IHOP, a Denny's, a Perkins. I love Perkins. I have a friend of mine that owns one. Is that right? Yep. Ask him this, if you will. Because uh, uh, Gina and I like a good egg white omelet on right. the weekends. Yep. And we went to a Perkins. And they, the Perkins made the most perfect egg white omelet. Right. Like, most perfect one I've ever had. Yeah. And when I tweeted about it, this is like a year ago, two Mm -hmm. years ago, people wrote to me, they go, that's because it's microwaved and frozen and that's why it looks perfect. I don't think so. It was perfect, Jerry. I don't think at Perkins they're frozen. I do not. Can you ask your friend? I will ask him. I don't know if he'll tell me, but I will ask him. Like, the secrets he's not going to let you know? Now, Uh, I don't know that, but I do remember walking by the kitchen... Yeah. And I do remember seeing a big carton of egg whites. Is that right? Yes. Now, meaning the ones that you buy that you just pour into yeah. the pan. That's fine. But I, you know, I'm not saying they're cracking the egg and they're taking the no, yolk. No, no, I don't expect that. I'm pr- it's funny because I, I expect had, a carton. I had said Craig Carton. Right. That's not the carton I meant, but I meant carton, the egg, egg carton. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure they use the. The already uh, separated egg carton. Because Gina, and this was great, knowing it was a Perkins, she said to the uh, waitress, could you tell the chef, the chef. It's nice. Can you tell the chef these are the best egg whites we've ever had? And the girl said, oh, I will tell him. Do you think she told the chef? No. Would you call him a chef? I'd call him a cook. cook. I'd call him a cook. What's the difference? Uh, A chef probably has more formal training. I would think. Okay. Whereas a cook is probably someone like you or me that as a job could be trained to cook very basic meals. How do people who work in, 
cooks who work in diners know how to make everything. It's amazing. I think it's like anything. Where do they keep all the ingredients? Your recipes. You learn. But where do they keep in all those you ingredients? Train. I don't know. I have no idea. They got everything in there. And diners sh- got literally everything. Yeah. You want a shrimp dinner? We got it. Right. This one wants... So this is the one table. Yeah. Egg omelet. Right. And I'm only saying this because I went to a diner after our show at... Uh, where we go? Headliner? Headliner. We stopped at the diner in Eatontown on the way Who home. Did? Me, a friend of mine, and my son and his son. Got it. So our table had an egg white omelet. Mm-hmm. We had a oversized... Uh, Waffle, yeah, oh, with I love syrup and whipped cream. That was yours. We had that was my son. We had a tuna sandwich on rye, and we had a bacon cheeseburger. Yeah, I mean that's a table at yes. a diner. You have to, and then next to us, the people, which was surprised me because it was only eleven o'clock in the morning. Older couple, the one guy got steak with sautéed mushrooms on top of it, and his wife got oatmeal. Yeah. Like, that that's a diner. You have to know how to do everything. Meanwhile, you go to other places, other restaurants, and they go, oh, we're not safe serving breakfast right now. Really? It's 11.04. Yeah, really, because the diner serves it whenever I want. <laughs> or a diner. steak. <laughs> it's so 9 a.m., I could get a, a breakfast or a steak sandwich. Yeah, you get anything you want. I do find the menus overwhelming. Very overwhelming. Because you want everything. Yeah, you got to know what your... When you're going to a diner, you got to go, before you get the menu, you got to go, I'm in the mood for breakfast. I'm in the mood. I'm the mood. <laughs> for a melody. You got to know, am I a breakfast? Yes. Am I lunch? Am I dinner? Well, but even like a even like a uh, a restaurant like Hands. Yeah. Which I'm sure you probably haven't gone to I've very been. often. I, and I happen to like, of all the chain restaurants, I like Hands probably the best. They're a little step up than the others. They are. And I love their, I actually like their bar, their drinks, and their bar is very, it's good. So I actually went there with my wife a few nights ago. You're looking at the menu. It's like there's five pages. Yeah, I, I, it's too much. That's why uh, Chef Ramsey, Gordon Ramsey, when he would uh, do these TV shows where he'd have to go in and bail out a restaurant that was failing, he'd cut down on the menu. Yeah, make it a one pager. These yeah. are your options. Do what you do and do it really well. Right. I agree with that. I agree. All right, you agree. A new study is out, Jerry. We love studies here. You know that. Let me put my glasses on to get this correct. I'd hate to get this uh, incorrect. Where is this study from? Uh, SureCall, a okay. manufacturer of cellular signal boosters. Okay. They find that 10% of people admit to checking their phones during sex. That means 90% don't. According to the data from over 1,000 respondents. I mean, all right. 10% look You're at their phone me during sex. 100 people out of 1,000. Yeah. Are doing what they're doing and they're checking their phone. Yeah. I don't buy that. I guess, I bet you it means this. So you're in the act. The phone chimes. Oh, and you look over? You glance over at well, it. That's fine. I'm and that's not, that's, that's not, misleading. Right. You're not playing Candy Crush on it. Right. And you're not texting. Well, you know, some people might be actually, but I don't think 10%. 69%. Oh, hey. Waddle doodle. Uh, admitted to checking their phones while at the toilet or urinal. Okay. Fifty-nine percent of those people do it on a daily basis. All right. Mm-hmm. Age group of eighteen to thirty-four is twice as likely to check their phones during sex than those in the thirty-five to fifty-one age group. Isn't it weird? You're almost out of the the demo. Five to fifty-one demo. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Sure is, Jerry. Three quarters of people sleep with their phone near their bed. Well, yeah, it's your alarm clock. Yeah, has you, to be. Do you think that's uh, giving? Bad energy to us in our sleep? Probably. 
I said to you a month ago or so, if I told you right now that 20 years from now we're all going to be dying of weird diseases based yeah. from whatever phones. type of you know, rays or signals or Wi-Fi, would you stop tomorrow? And you said you wouldn't. No. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I think I would. I think I could. Really? I think I could. But you'd be the only one on the earth then. I don't know about that. Or you'd, oh, be, you mean- <laughs> you'd be having to take care of all of us. People with uh, all the th- weird things growing out of our heads based on our cell phones. I almost threw my phone through the wall yesterday. Oh, how'd that go? What happened? Well, no, it wasn't yesterday. What was the softball game? Tuesday? Tuesday. So Tuesday, I had a lot of trouble finding my softball uniform. And so I went with a backup plan with the older pants, and I had a warm-up top, and I was going to make it look like I wasn't playing, so I just didn't bring the jersey. Right. I wound up finding it, but I spent an hour looking for it. And as I'm looking for it, because I coach two teams, listen, some people coach one, I coach two. You do too. <laughs> two baseball teams. I had put out a couple of emails about playoff games this weekend, and for whatever reason, I must have got eight or nine texts about the weekend within a 10-minute period. And every time the thing buzzed, I was like, the first time, fine. The second time, okay. The third time, I'm like, come on. And by the ninth time, I was honestly, I'd had enough. I, so I finally put it on mute. I just let it go. And then the text stopped little while later but it's like enough you were gonna throw the phone well because think about it before we had these things someone would call you Mm -hmm. and if they didn't get you they'd leave a message and you'd call them back at some point right email all good but you were never looking at your email every 10 minutes it would be maybe a couple of times a day you would check it because you're not constantly on a computer right you would check your email maybe in the morning and before the bed yes and if you want to tell me sometime in the middle of the afternoon that's fine too i'm okay with that but this thing is just, I turned off, I told you this, I turned off every single notification on my phone. So if I want to check my email now, I have to go to the app and look and have it refresh as opposed to I getting a little signal or a little uh, thing on my phone telling me I've got seven new emails. Right. I don't want to know anymore. I don't want to know if anybody hit me on Twitter. I took it all off. Get out. I've taken all those chimes off. I, ha- I can't take it. It's enough. Forget the chimes. I don't even want to see it on the phone. How do you decide... If you're going to text someone or email them? Uh, it depends on the immediacy of an answer that I need. So if you don't need an immediate answer, will you, email. you will send an email. Yes. So like when I put out, for instance, if I put out the week's schedule for my 13-year-old baseball team, that goes out by email probably by 5 a.m. on Monday morning. You've got plenty of time to take a look at it. If I change a field or a time for a practice or something happens, that's a text. Got it. This way I know, plus you can confirm, I know you got it, we're good to go. Because some people text when it really should have been an email. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Some people text everything. Yeah. Even pictures of their penis. Right. So we don't do that. I email those. Because <laughs> it's not immediate. I'm look, not looking for an immediate reaction. Do you put your penis in the cloud? <laughs> cloud penis? <laughs> <laughs> Only the ones in shape of a cloud. A, a penis cloud. Clouds in shape of a penis. I'll put that in the cloud just to really confuse <laughs> Apple and Google. That would be. <laughs> then when I type in cloud, it doesn't know whether to bring up pictures of clouds or the penis-shaped cloud. Penis shots. Yes. All right, Jerry, that's all I oh, have for it? you today. All right, cool, man. The warm-up program is next. It was very good. Although I, I gotta, enjoyed it this morning. I got to say, though, um, uh, CBS Sports Network, they normally feature a one-minute part yeah. of the warm-up. They normally do it in the 720 break. What do we get bumped? Sometimes in the 820 break. 945 today. Ugh. 
I mean, who's watching at 9.45? No one. No That's way. disrespect. Well, they still put us on. We got bumped by uh, Tiki talking to some uh, former basketball player. Okay. Jim Rome talking to some uh, Ravens dude. Right. And then some Best of Boomer and Geo. By the way, I when mean, are they giving us a show? Whose show is this? I don't know, but I feel like we should have a show. I do uh, as well. It's a half hour. Yeah. I agree. On Fridays. What they could do is just take the best of the week uh, from from their tapings of the warm-up show, put together a one-half-hour show out of that. We would have to do some stand-ups, though, in to between? lead into the segments. On Tuesday, Jerry brought up yes. a great point about duck hunting. It's kind of like Impractical Jokers. At yeah. the end of a season, they'll stand together at a bar with people there, and they'll kind of intro a piece. That's what we should do. Could we do a live show where we go out to, like, the Red Bank Theater? We yes. intro pieces of our warm-up show. I'm totally in. Okay. I'm completely. How many people do you think we could get for that? Not a lot. You don't think a lot? No. That we're going to play pieces of the warm-up no, no, show? No. Me and you live at, at, at Count Basie. At Count Basie. How many people could we get? And we're doing a podcast there. Could we get 250 people? Uh, Yes. How many places? How many people have a place hold? 3,000? Uh, uh, yeah, a couple thousand. Could we get 1,000 people? We'd have to play like um, a very small theater. You know where we'd play? <laughs> right here. The Saint in Asbury Park. How many people? That's have... small. How many people? I don't know, but it's small. And it smells like urine. But that's part of the, <laughs> it's part of the charm. Yes, yeah, it's old. Uh, it's old. It's, uh, it's uh, a dive bar rock punk bar. Okay. We I'd could be, play there. I'd be in for that. What could we call the tour? Boring, angry door. <laughs> no, I think we need the word penis, rats, and sex robots in there. <laughs> I can call it what you want. Yeah. We'll have to come up with some names. We get concert t-shirts made. <laughs> now, that would be fun. The classic three-quarter sleeve, white sleeve, black shirt. Right. With our pictures on it. Right. And penis-shaped clouds on the back. Yeah. Good Lord. All right. Warm up next. See you It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, what do you say we do this on a Thursday morning? This portion is sponsored by Indeed, and I say good morning to Mr. Albert Michael Dukes. Oh, hi, Jerry. That's my proper middle name. Yes, finally. I finally got it. You finally nailed it. All right. Good job. Uh, so I'm seeing that the Mets are no longer interested in having... Jose Reyes around, Jerry? <laughs> what took him so long? <laughs> Finally. But they they don't know how to dump him. They want to give him a proper send-off. See, this is what I don't understand about this. I get that Ho- Jose Reyes is a fan favorite, at least was at was. one point. He's batted about 55 for the last two years. And he had no problems running from them as a free agent. So, enough. It's a baseball decision. You are DFA'd. You're cut. Goodbye. Yeah, I agree with you, Jerry. Or how about this? So they're off today, Mets yes. and Yankees, and they play at City Field against the Yankees. Big series, especially now for the Mets. They're no big series, really. I mean, nothing that feels like a big series because they now. stink. Yeah. Proper send-off this weekend. Goodbye to Jose Reyes. We put together a video tribute. We do it Sunday. So you let him know now that, yeah. listen, this is it this weekend. No, but you don't say it like that. You're almost like, good news. We've got a huge video <laughs> tribute news. Your for you. Your career's over. Good news. On Sunday. But you'll get a 90-second montage. Yeah, you get a 90-second montage. Uh, 
you'll have the rest of the summer off. Pitch it that way. <laughs> That's a better way to put it. Yeah, just it's all in how you frame it. Go hit the jet skis, enjoy the beach, yes. go on vacation, and maybe someone will sign you next year. Yeah, you say, you know how the all-star break is coming up? What about this summer break for you? <laughs> I like it. And we just send it off Sunday because supposedly Noah Syndergaard is pitching Sunday. That's what it looks like, yeah. DeGrom Friday. So DeGrom Friday, Matt Saturday, Syndergaard Sunday, yeah. and the Mets might score Thursday of next week. Yes. Right. What was the statistic I saw? How many runs have they Two scored? runs in 42 innings. Yeah. Think about that. Two runs in 42 innings. I mean, it, they're painful to watch. Like, you have to turn it off. You're so freaking bored. Right. It's Oh, God. It's just awful. It really is. There's nothing. I don't think there's anything good to say about yesterday besides Zach Wheeler. Right, another nice performance. That's it. Putting That's up zeros. It. Horrible. Just what horrible. A boring game that must have been to be at. Oh, the Mets right. Orioles one to nothing. How about the fact the Orioles hadn't swept the series yet this season? Oh. Now I know it's well, only it's two, two games. games. Hey. We'll take it. Yeah, They'll if take you're the it. Orioles, you take it and run. All right. Oh, God, just awful. Uh now I see, you know, yesterday, Jerry, was the first day of uh betting in Delaware. Yeah. They took in $322,000. That's all? Yeah, that's what I said. I would have thought a lot more than that. I said to myself when I read it. That's all? Although I guess if you think about it, there was no basketball. Or I guess Tuesday was the first day, right? I guess Tuesday was, yes. I want to know what yesterday's numbers were. Because nobody's betting hockey. But you would think the first day of betting, all the gamblers would have... Wander down to Delaware. But if you don't bet baseball, I don't think you're going to just start betting baseball because now you're allowed to. I see. I would like to know what the number was for yesterday with the NBA game. Because I figure there might be one guy that would roll down there and bet a hundred grand on a game. Yeah, but what if he won? Then they wouldn't have made three hundred twenty-two thousand dollars. Oh, this is what they made. I took it as they won. But if you're telling me three hundred twenty-two thousand dollars was gambled, what? No, it says this is what it says, Jerry. You interpret this. Delaware Sports Bets brought in $322,000 on first day. Well, that to me would mean bets placed. Yeah. Me too. That's a terrible number. I thought so as well. All right. Well, hopefully step, it's better when uh, Mammoth Park gets it. Yeah. Step your game up, gamblers. <laughs> will you gam- Let me ask you this. Yes. Will you go to Mammoth Park ever to do a sports bet? I will. You would? Yes. Mostly football, right? Mostly football. Okay. Basketball? No, I don't feel Nothing like else. I, I don't feel like I have the knowledge for basketball. Does it matter? Football, I have vast knowledge. <laughs> no, you don't. I know the spreads, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't matter. I mean, you you see all the time. Oh, the Browns are playing the Patriots and they're getting twenty one points. I'll take the Browns. Your final score: New England fifty six, Cleveland three. That's true. You but, don't know. Yeah, I don't like to do illegal things. Now that so, it's legal, you're now good. that it's you're legal, in. I'm interested. So you wouldn't, you would not bet Knights Capitals tonight. I would not. Got it. But just like you know, if I could get marijuana legal, I've never had marijuana in my life. If it's legal, maybe. Well, but cigarettes are legal. Have you ever done those? No. Okay. I've tried. Well, I've tried a cigarette. Okay. When, when I would point. go out to the bars, if I try to be cool. Were you like that? Were you the type when you would go out with your friends, let's say twenty years ago, you would make sure you had a pack of Marlboro Lights? Just to kind of entice a pretty girl. No, what we would do is um, af- after we've had a few drinks, if I didn't want to have any more drinks for the night but had nothing to do, stand around, we would uh, get a pack of cigarettes out of the machine and just chain smoke them. Would you puff them, though, or would you actually smoke them? I think I would smoke them because you I did. was uh, had some drinks in me. 
uh, always menthol for whatever reason because okay. that sounded like a great idea at the time. Yeah. And then the next day, just death. I felt like death. <laughs> just the, med- yeah. the taste in your mouth was nasty. Yes. Yeah, I hear But you. I would. Were you a Newport guy or a Marlboro menthol whatever, guy? Whatever, whatever. cool? Whatever menthols were hanging around there, Jerry. That's what you would grab. That's what I was was grabbing. Whatever was I, in the machine. I wish I could see you with hair and a cigarette. <laughs> Awkwardly. <laughs> Smoking, terrible. Did you ever take too much of a puff oh, to yeah. where your chest was yes. like on fire? Yes, of course. I was terrible at it. <laughs> I could not smoke, and lo- I wanted to look cool, right? Because even though smoking is bad for you, Jerry, no one should smoke. It does look cool. Well, remember the Camel commercials? Yeah, the Camel Light commercials. They yeah, had the coolest was I forget what animal it was. But- camel. Oh, camel. Duh. <laughs> I was going to say giraffe. What an ass. <laughs> Smoking giraffe. But it was it was cool. Like, they made it neat. Yes. It was all the marketing. Mm-hmm. And I remember in high school, that's what everybody went and got. Yeah, like the cool uh, cigarette print ads used to be people raking yeah. and just having fun jumping in the leaves. You know, the guy on the horse with Marlboro, the Marlboro R- man. Ripping cigs while they were raking in the backyard. Yeah, and now it's weird. You see someone smoke. It looks weird. Like, why yeah. don't you have the contraption with the, uh, the, with the vape? Yeah. The vapor. All right. All right. I'll do that while I bet on sports, Jerry. <laughs> you at Monmouth Park. That would be awesome to see. You at Monmouth Park with a vodka over ice, still no hair, but with the older people smoking yeah. cigarettes. Just really getting into the whole vibe of legalized sports gambling. <laughs> yes. Jerry, a 36-year-old woman was arrested at Kaufman Stadium in Kansas City at 5 a.m. yesterday. For what? Lighting fires on the field. She was able to get in the building? She was. She brought her own garbage with her. She made small piles of garbage and lit them on fire. Could you think you could get into Yankee Stadium or City Field at 5 o'clock in the morning? I do not. There's no way. I barely get in when when the games are open. I don't know what gate to get in. (laughs) That's because they have long lines. Long lines. Some gates are closed. This woman... She was in center field lighting fires. When I went to Pittsburgh, we went to see the stadium just because we were walking right by it. And I was surprised that you could walk in, not inside the field area, but you could go in almost like the rotunda area. But then it was completely gated off. I'd love to see if she climbed fences or something. They must have some sort of security surveillance video. They do, because she claimed she was there from 8 a.m. the previous day, which they said, you weren't. We have security cameras. Right. But she was just going into center field, lighting fires. Very little damage to the field, they said. Yeah. Well, Which was nice. I guess that's good. I think she lit the fires and put them out. Oh, that's nice of her. Maybe she was practicing being a firewoman. Did you, did you ever have a nightmare of getting stuck in a bathroom when a stadium closes? No. Never? You've never thought of that? Like you're the last one to leave? And everyone goes home? Yeah. I, I could see you doing the home run trot, you know, the phony grand slam, you at City Field just running around in the dark. That'd be fun. With security chasing me out of the stadium? Well, I'm assuming they're gone at this point. Oh, I see. Right. Because they have to go home, too. They leave. Yes, you would think. They don't stay 24-7. Probably not. Hmm. All right. Do I have time for one more more. baseball story, Jerry? one more. Science has intervened in this whole, uh, are baseballs juiced? Why are we getting more home runs uh, over the past few years? Right. Uh, They've studied the baseballs, Jerry. And when I say they, scientists, I mean. Right. The difference they've found is in the laces. 9% thicker. Since 2014, which they say could help balls travel further. Really? And is also giving pitchers 
blisters. Well, we're, there's a lot of pitchers with blisters. There Sho- sure I think are. Shohei Otani left with a blister last night. A blister. Rich Hill of the blister. Dodgers has had major blister issues. Noah Syndergaard. Blisters. Blister. That's right. So maybe there's something to it. Yeah. I don't know. How does the laces help the ball travel farther, though? I didn't get that far into this, the scientific Just the paragraph. <laughs> that was one of the pitchers. I'm sure. When he, just before he was pulled from the game. <laughs> this portion is sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring with Indeed? You can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in unqualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. Quick break. Back in a moment with Boomer and Geo on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. A couple more minutes to the top. Warriors beat the Cavaliers 110-102-30 series lead. The Yankees get home runs in the 13th inning from Judge and Stanton beat the Blue Jays 3-0. And the Mets are just an atrocity. They lost to the awful Orioles 1-0, swept in the two games. They've lost six in a row. And here come the Yankees tomorrow. Oh, hi, Jerry. We're discussing um, Bart Scott. iPad. Leaves his iPad. Also, not protected by a password. Not a bad. That's not great. Right. Well, that's, I mean, other people leave things around. What are you going to do? Not me, Jerry. I close out everything. Uh, Jerry, did you see that Fox has added Christina Pink to Thursday Night Football? Do you know who she is? No. She's going to be another sideline reporter so, along with Erin Andrews. So two, most have one. They've got two. They've got two. So... I bet they put one on each sideline. That's just me, though, Jerry. He's such a moron. <laughs> what did you think they were going to do? If I were producing that show, that's what I would do. Although they could put her in the end zone like they put Saragusa. Yeah, I was never a big Saragusa in the end zone fan. You don't like that? No. Got it. Okay. Why do we need two sideline reports? We don't. They're really turning this into like a big TV production, I think, Jerry. You know what, you know what really makes it watchable? What's this? Good games. Games. So make those better. And give us good games we'll watch. The game sucks. I don't care who's on the sideline. Not interested. No, I see. Absolutely not. And did you see the 76ers have almost concluded their uh, their um, investigation? Despite the investigation. Into this Brian guilty Colangelo? Or not guilty? I think they're saying not guilty that he was unaware of these Twitter, these burner Twitter accounts. So after all this, it looks like he'll keep his job? It's looking that way. But does that mean that it's his wife that was doing it? Well, and I then guess that was the story that was out there. And then are they then not punishing him because of his wife's online habits? You know what, like. Guilty. Guilty. I don't no, like not when they guilty. say ignorance, not ignorance, but like unknowing. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Well, That's what I in say. In some cases. In other cases, not so much. Plausible deniability. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. But sometimes, Listen this oh, hour and every oh, hour from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. for your chance to win Yankees tickets. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.